Are you making this mistake before you even leave the house each morning? It's the number one mistake that most women make when it comes to sabotaging their hormones and their weight. And that is not eating breakfast or making sketchy breakfast choices. That's why I want to tell you about the Shine Shake. I developed it to be a healthy alternative to the standard American breakfast that's full of carbohydrates. This powers you with 17 grams of clean protein, clean caffeine from the Kona coffee bean, and low sugar at only four grams of sugar per serving. It's a delicious vanilla latte flavor. You can put it in a mixer bottle with water, shake it, and go out the door in seconds and know that you're getting a nutritious, healthy, balanced breakfast that's gonna smooth your hormones throughout the day and keep you happy and healthy and at an optimum weight. The Shine Shake is now available at kieranunstonmd.com and use coupon code SHINE20, that's SHINE20, to get 20% off your first order. There's so much in the media about essential oils, much of it from lay people. But when it comes to your health, who can you trust? Who do you trust? to tell you if essential oils are really safe, effective, or a waste of your time and money. I turn to the experts, and there's no more qualified expert than a pharmacist and a pharmacotherapy specialist to render an opinion on all things essential oils when it comes to your health. So before you invest in a bottle of what might be snake oil, get a second opinion from an expert today in this episode of Her Brilliant Health Radio. Hi, I'm Dr. Kieran Dunstan, and you're listening to Her Brilliant Health Radio, where we explore integrative, natural, and holistic treatments for root cause resolution of health problems so that you can start to thrive and experience the brilliant health that you deserve. Where do you stand with the use of essential oils when it comes to your health and healing? Whether you've already dived right in and you're already using these oils in your body and home with great success, or You've heard about them, but you wonder if they're really worth your time and money and are hesitant to try them. This episode is for you. Essential oil pharmacist and goddess Lindsay Elmore is here to set the record straight on exactly what essential oils are good for and how to use them for maximum benefit. She'll also help you understand why they work, how to navigate the myriad options that are available, and when using oils could actually be detrimental to your health. Lindsay Elmore is a licensed pharmacist and board-certified pharmacotherapy specialist who discovered the magic of essential oils while on her own healing journey. She now travels the world educating people about the safe uses and proven benefits of essential oils. Welcome, Lindsay. It's wonderful to have you on Her Brilliant Health Radio. And um, we'll just get into it. And I've already said, you know, Lindsay's here. She's going to set the record straight. So welcome, Lindsay. It's so great to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. So let's get into it. There's so much information out there on the internet and the media about essential oils, a lot of it from lay people who really don't know. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm so excited to have you on the podcast because you are a pharmacist. You are trained in this. You understand the chemistry. You understand the do's and don'ts. So help us understand, and we'll start with at the beginning, why essential oils? 
Well, essential oils for me were a path that I never expected to be on. I never thought essential oils would be such a big part of my life, but I kept seeing friends post online that essential oils will change your life, and I thought that they were absolutely crazy because (laughs) why on earth would an essential oil change your life? But as I got to know them and by get to know them, I mean like I instantly had an emotional connection. I instantly wanted to learn about them and wanted to research. And you know, it just was one of those things. It was just serendipity. It all just happened that essential oils became such an an integral part of my life. And as you said, the mission became bigger as I started to learn how much misinformation was out there and how confused people were who were genuinely just trying to make good health and wellness decisions. And I'm sure you as a physician, me as a pharmacist, I know that um, back when I was practicing pharmacy, that was that was something I saw all the time among patients as well. Patients just simply trying to do the best that they can, but getting conflicting information and sometimes information from different physicians, different care providers that conflicted. And I said, you know what, let's just see if there's a different way to analyze this and to talk to people in mm-hmm. a way, in the same way that I was trained to speak to people as a pharmacist. Right. So why do essential oils work? And so essential oils are the oils from plants, seeds, where do they come from and why do they work? Okay. So you can get essential oils out of lots and lots of different plant material. You, whether or not you know it, have been exposed to essential oils your entire life. When you cook with rosemary, the smell that you smell, the taste that you taste, all of those are essential oils. If you've ever snapped a twig outside and seen sap, come out. That is part of the essential oils with other waxins and resins mixed in. Mm-hmm. You know, stop and smelling the roses is nothing more than smelling the essential oils coming off of the plant. So essential oils are a communication tool of the plant. It communicates information throughout the plant's body, but it also communicates information with the outside world. It can put off essential oils that can protect it from predation. It can put out essential oils that say, hey, guys, I'm ready for pollination. Bring on the bees. So it's a communication tool. And in humans, we have been drawn to aromatic plants since the most ancient of ancient history. Mm -hmm. So early humans were found buried with aromatic plants, symbolizing that not only was there honor in the death, but that there were practices that went along with the honoring of one of our, one of our fellow mankind. Humans have been using essential oils throughout ancient Egypt as beautifying tools. They used, they were used in ancient China primarily for beauty routines. And then they were also incorporated into ancient medicinal practices. And these were very popular among the Romans. So the first physician, Hippocrates, said that he felt that the key to good health and long life was the bathing in aromatic liquids. So all the way going back to ancient times, humans have used essential oils. You asked how they work. Well, they work in a couple of different ways, and it kind of depends on how you're using the essential oil. You can apply it to your skin. You can 
you can inhale the essential oil. And then this one's a little bit controversial, but I stand by it. You can also ingest essential oils. So when you put an essential oil on your skin, the chemical constituents, the terpenes that are found within the essential oil, they may bring a dose of an antioxidant, which can help to beautify and make the skin stay nice and youthful. There also is something unspoken about essential oils and the way that they work. And I think it's exemplified really by what happens inside of your body when you inhale an essential oil. Mm -hmm. So all around us, there are odor molecules floating through the air. And when these odor molecules get around your nose, they go into the nose and they start to vibrate tiny hairs. And these hairs are called cilia. And so these tiny hairs start to vibrate, and this vibrational potential generates an electrical signal. And that electrical signal then goes across the base of the skull into a receptor cell inside the olfactory epithelium. So inside the skin cells that are inside your nose, there's a receptor. And that receptor begins a beautiful process of understanding and interpreting that scent information. Mm -hmm. So the scent information is then sent to the olfactory bulb, which is a piece of brain tissue that kind of reaches out right above the nose. And so it hits the, yeah, right there. Exactly. It hits that olfactory bulb and the scent information gets sent down the olfactory nerve into a very ancient portion of our brain called the limbic system. So the limbic system is the part of our brain where structures like the hypothalamus, so the part of your brain that's responsible for all of your of your hormone functions. We also have the amygdala, the structure in our brain that is responsible for our fight or flight um, sense. We have the part of the brain that relays information to the cognitive portion of our brain up front. Basically, the limbic system communicates in emotions, Mm -hmm. hormones, and the sense of smell. And this can bring up powerful associations with aromas. We've all had that moment of smelling something and being instantly transported back to grandma's kitchen or the smell of Christmas. That is aromas directly impacting your brain inside the limbic system, which then causes the memories to be triggered, for emotions to be triggered, for we've all had that experience of being on a date with someone that you really like and you get a smell of them and the and the hormones get going. Mm-hmm. All of that is the sense of smell interacting with your limbic system. And then the third way that the um, essential oils can interact with our body is when we take them by mouth. So when we take them by mouth, they may have smooth muscle relaxant effects, as we see with peppermint essential oil in the small bowel. Um, And we also can have some help with the digestive system by just soothing the stomach, helping to pop gas bubbles, et cetera. So essential oils work in a lot of different ways is, is basically what I'm saying. 
Yes, it, they have lots of benefits and lots of mechanisms of action, like you said. Um, and I was surprised I was re preparing for a, a talk that I was uh, doing an interview about hormones and essential oils the other day, how much research is out there yes. on what these hormones actually do biochemically in the body and that they do exert a statistically significant mechanism of action in so many areas, areas just with the inhaling for the lavender for 10 minutes and the decrease in depression and anxiety. I was amazed at the research. I just was amazed at the amount of research that is available on the indications for essential oils. Mm -hmm. And I know that it's something that's not still not taught in mainstream medicine, so I'm just so grateful that it's a tool that I've learned about and picked up and used. So what are some of your favorite applications for essential oils where they you really think they shine? Um, I, I think that... I use essential oils all throughout the day, all throughout life, and I think that it's so individualized, and that, I think, is where they shine the brightest, is that what works for one person may not work for another person, mm -hmm. but you find something else that works just splendidly, and you love it. But for me, diffusing, calming sense at bedtime, be it lavender or a vetiver or a valerian or rue all of those those earthy calming scents that can really help to set that bedtime routine you know i i heard yesterday a study came out that humans are getting less sleep today than we've ever gotten in the entire history of of human existence and that to me is scary and i know i'm guilty of it laying in bed scrolling on the iphone the whole thing but turning on a diffuser with some essential oils to say okay now is the time for me to turn off my brain and to actually rest and recuperate and restore my body that's one way i think they shine essential oils after a meal can be such a powerful tool not only can they help you to effectively digest your food, but I think in this day and age when so many people battle with strained relationships with food, people perhaps overeat or are binging or tend to eat when they're not hungry, to me essential oils can also signify now I am finished eating. It can give your brain another signal of that. And then Beyond that, diffusing during the workday, using them on the other day, I, I burned myself while I was cooking and I'd quickly put some lavender oil on that. And so my favorite uses for the oils are the day-to-day -day uses, mm -hmm. but when you need one, they're also there for you. Yes. And you mentioned some that you like to diffuse before bedtime to signal now's the time. What are some of your favorite satiety signaling oils? Um, satiety signaling oil. So a couple of them to think about would be peppermint. Mm -hmm. You also have your citrus essential oil. So citrus mm -hmm. essential oils are packed full of bioflavonoids. And these bioflavonoids have been shown to actually help reduce body weight. And then just recently, um, I learned about caraway essential oil. That caraway essential oil actually has some really good research behind it to not help with satiety, but it's 
actually an appetite suppressant. And so you might choose to use something like a caraway. Mm -hmm. That said, caraway is a very potent tasting oil. So if you've never tasted essential oils, either put them inside of a capsule or start with a more approachable essential oil, such as the peppermint or a citrus. Right. I call those, I call those gateway oils. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You, because once you get one in your house, you want them all because right. they make such a difference. They really do. They do. Okay. So with satiety, and then I find just with relaxation in, gen, in general and a feeling of peace, mm-hmm. uh, maybe I don't want to go to sleep, but maybe I can't stop my brain and I'm coming home from work and I can't shut it off. What would be some of your favorite oils just for relaxation? Um, two immediately come to mind. One is cedarwood. Cedarwood is a very ancient oil. I love the fact that it is not only grounding, but also focusing. And so like you said, we are in a time and era when we're all over the place and oh my gosh, and I, you, you can't get anything done because you're trying to do every single thing at once. So cedarwood comes to mind. This is a beautiful oil for children as well. We do have to use additional caution using oils on children, especially if they can be hot on the skin. And then little bodies mean lower lower toxicity levels. And so we do want to use some caution around children, but cedar wood is such a great oil for children because it's calming, mm-hmm. but very, very focusing. One the more. other, yeah, the other oil that comes to mind is bergamot to help you relax, but not necessarily, you're not going to sleep like you will be if you've got valerian going on. Right. Okay. So those are some good examples, but I was thinking maybe I should back up because some people listening, maybe there's some who are, they've jumped in, they've got a house full of essential oils like I do. Right. And they use them all the time, but there's some people who have heard about it, but their doctor, I find that people say, well, my doctor didn't tell me about it. So right. I'm not okay with that. So I want them, if they're listening, you're a pharmacist and you're knowledgeable about this, to talk about the the, the uh, safety, some, maybe mm-hmm. some of the safety features, and then also maybe talk about some of the, the more important studies that show efficacy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is interesting, the history of oils as well, that why we don't hear about these from our physicians. Because if Hippocrates, the first physician, and we also have essential oils included in the first Materia Medica, we have essential oils included in the United States Pharmacopeia at certain points in time, but they're not there in modern interpretations of what it means to be in the quote western medicine system Mm -hmm. and so we don't hear about these from our physicians because our physicians frankly don't get training on essential oils and you know say what you will but physicians get trained to help prescribe medicines it's diagnosing and prescribing that is the that is the balance of medicine and pharmacy is diagnosing, prescribing, and getting the medicines. So essential oils, essential oils, you know, you asked me, people who are brand new, where do you start? 
Start simple. Start really, really simple. Don't feel the need to have every single essential oil. Honestly, if you get peppermint, lavender, and lemon in your house or peppermint, lavender, and frankincense, you're off. Go. Go to town. Things that you have to be cautious about, there are essential oils that are hot on the skin. So if you think about uh, if you think about a spice like cinnamon or like clove, those are spicy even in our cooking. And so if you distill down the essence of that spice, it may be potentially hot on the skin. So we want to use some caution and dilute our essential oils. So when I say dilute, I mean put them into a carrier oil. So a carrier oil is any kind of fatty oil that you have around your house, olive oil, coconut oil, jojoba oil, grapeseed oil, whatever that you want is a carrier oil. So if you've never used an oil, dilute it, perhaps do a patch test where you just place a tiny bit of the essential oil onto your forearm, observe the area, see how it goes. And then if you find that your skin is irritated at any point in time, simply add carrier oil. You know, I read these horror stories online about I put this essential oil on my skin and I burned myself or I burned my child, you know, I burned it. Always dilute the oil. Like all essential oils should never be uncomfortable on the skin. They should never be uncomfortable no matter where you're placing them. Most of the skin is relatively the same, but we also have to use some caution when we're applying to more sensitive areas like the face, inside the mucous membranes, um, any private parts we want to be more cautious with as well. If you're starting a diffuser routine, start with just a couple of drops. It's the pharmacist's mantra is start slow, go, start low and go slow. Start low, go slow. You know, uh, how much do you need? I have l no idea, but we're going to start with one and then we'll go to two. Um, so just start with a small amount in a diffuser. Um, and be sure that, you know, some people say, oh, I diffused and I got a headache. Well, if you have migraine headaches, Aromas are well-known migraine triggers. Yeah. If you're simply having, if you're simply having a tension-type headache, you know that that classic hat band yeah. pattern kind of headache. Open a window, turn the diffuser off. You know this is not rocket science here. People try to make essential oils so complicated, but if you approach them with even just the basics of understanding, essential oils are so rapidly acting, which means they are also rapidly de-acting. You know what I mean? Like the onset is the same as the offset. So if you get a headache, if you say, woo, I smell strong in here, just turn your diffuser off. It's not hard. Right. And uh, yeah, and then it dissipates. And then, you know, if you're, if you're starting to ingest the oils, Start with one drop, only use oils that are labeled for ingestion that are generally recognized as safe um, for human consumption because there are some oils that can be rapidly toxic if consumed and there are reasons that they are labeled for topical use only. And what about the issue of purity? Because it's my understanding that something can be labeled an essential oil, but actually only has to have a certain percentage of essential oil and, does, and doesn't mean the whole contents of the bottle 
is an essential oil. Is that correct? So I have heard this and I've asked people and I've said, guys, where is this documented? Because I have never seen that documentation. However, I also am not naive. I know that no one is policing what Joe Schmo brand that's only distributed in three states in the middle of the United States. Like nobody's checking to see what their marketing materials say. So what you have to do is find a company that you really trust. You've got to find a company that has excellent quality standards. You also have to find a company with exceptionally high ethical standards because it takes a lot of plant material to produce essential oils and you must be sure that you're being good stewards of that plant material and then also there is a lot of forced labor and slave labor that goes into the production of not just aromatic plants but global farming in general and so you also want to be sure that you are getting your essential oils from a company that pays workers fairly. And in order to do that, you have to find a company that allows you to ask some pretty tough questions. And some companies will and other companies just absolutely will not. But you can find out what is their stewardship program? What is their, you know, all companies that produce essential oils are bound by something called the Lacey Act, which governs how plants are moved across international barriers and how plant materials are moved across international barriers. And so ask, like, do you have a compliance department dedicated to this? And so you've got to find out more about that company and just be aware if you're buying an essential oil that's very, very, very inexpensive, it's not a high quality oil simply because the price reflects the amount of plant material that it takes to get it out of the of the plant mm -hmm. and the, and there are lots of them available um, so buyer beware I guess is the caveat um, and going with a brand that you trust yes make, make sure you understand routes of application and modes of application and um, I, what are some of your favorite studies uh, that you've seen that have really highlighted the oils? I know I came across one the other day that was about the depression and anxiety alleviation with 10 minutes of inhaling it straight from the bottle, just inhaling it. Um, statistically significant improvement. I came across one talking about peppermint oil and the alleviation of migraine headaches that was mm -hmm. very impressive. So yep. what are some of your favorite favorite studies that highlight? Um, I think that there are multiple studies related to stomach upset and GI upset related to irritable bowel syndrome um, and peppermint oil. There is actually uh, an approved drug um, called, I thought it was, I think it's called mint oil, like mint oil all is one word. And so in order to get that drug approved, there were, there was a need to do these really high quality randomized control trials with true outcome measures. Mm -hmm. So I love that data. There is also an encapsulated version of lavender essential oil marketed as a drug in Germany called Skelexin. And I absolutely love um, this drug as well because it goes through not only information related to the treatment of anxiety and depression using this um, Skelexin, but it also goes through and 
answers a lot of questions that are important to women, which is, does this interact with my birth control pill? Does this interact with other medications? And so I love that data as well. And I'll tell you one study in particular that I absolutely, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you one in depth and then I want to highlight one other one. There was a study, like you mentioned, the inhalation of lavender can reduce the amount of anxiety in um, women. Someone duplicated this study in infants, and I think it is just the sweetest study. So they had two groups of infants, half were allocated to a 100% grapeseed oil bath, and the other was allocated to 80% grapeseed oil, 20% lavender oil inside of a water bath. So you're bathing a baby like normal, and then you just put a milliliter or whatever of this grapeseed oil and lavender mixture. Mm-hmm. The children that were bathed in the lavender essential oil and grapeseed mixture laughed more during the bath. They made better eye contact with their mother during the bath. They went to sleep faster and stayed asleep longer. And then they measured blood levels of cortisol in the moms And the moms who had bathed their infant in the lavender and grapeseed mixture had lower levels of circulating cortisol than the mothers who had bathed their children in grapeseed oil alone. I mean, that to me, just so many young moms want that in their life. A baby that laughs, makes eye contact, goes to sleep, and stays asleep. Like, that to me is just like, wow. Um, (laughs) And, you know, another study that I absolutely love is I think women, I think girls and women, we have so much pressure on us to be the smartest, be the prettiest, be the this, be the that. And there was, there were, there are many studies about the use of diffuser jewelry in young adolescent girls around the time of testing. Mm -hmm. And it was shown to help reduce testing anxiety. And there's one study in particular that I love where girls were given either positive or negative verbiage before a test. Mm -hmm. So half of the girls were told, like, you're going in for this math test, girl, you're going to crush it, you studied all week, you've got this. And the other group of girls were told, oh, you're going to take a math test? You know (laughs) that, like, boys are so much better at math than girls are. That's so cruel. I mean, you know, it is so, it's just, I mean, thankfully the test didn't count for anything, but, but those are the stories that we get told as women and, you know, is that boys are better and, you know, and I, there's racial stereotypes about this, not only gender stereotypes. And so essential oils can also help to foster courage even in the face of being told you're not good enough which i think is just an amazing thing that the that the oils can do that that really is amazing um and i love those studies as well and boy could i have used that when my kids were infants (laughs) i know i know right Yes, so some wonderful um, benefits, and just check your quality if you're listening, but try with some of the gateway oils. I always think lavender and peppermint are, are real easy ones. Everybody, most everyone loves those, and then yes. some, 
citrus lemongrass is one of my favorites lemongrass is a great one you know especially if you're an athlete that one's fantastic um lemon i think is such an undervalued oil especially for any moms out there listening um you know lemon will fix any sticky mess like your kid gets gum in their hair, lemon oil. Did you have duct tape residue on your windows? Lemon oil. So I agree with you. Start with the gateway oils. Make it easy. And then I was reading your story and you said that you had this encounter with the Roman chamomile and that like bells and whistles went off and your whole life changed. That that was what started it for you. What happened with the Roman chamomile for you? Um, okay, so I was on faculty at a school of pharmacy, and a friend of mine kept posting that essential oils will change your life. And like I said, I thought she was cray. And one day she shows up at my office, and I had ordered two bottles of oil from her, Rowan chamomile and geranium, because a few months before then, I was on the beach, got super sunburned, went to the grocery store, said, what do you have for a sunburn? They sold me this product, and it had... It had seaweed extract and vitamin E and jojoba oil, but it also had geranium, Roman chamomile, lavender, sandalwood, just really beautiful essential oils in it. And I could not find Roman chamomile or geranium at my local grocery store. And so I asked my friend if she could, uh, if she could help me get these oils. She brought me those oils at my office. And I remember sitting there, you know, in my big lauded faculty chair with surrounded by all of my diplomas. And I was instantly in love, just like there's no other way to describe the emotions that I felt. I instantly was drawn to it. I instantly wanted more. And then a few weeks later, I sat down, I, I bought a, a kit that had 11 different oils in it. And so I got that kit and I sat there in my living room floor. And from the very first moment, I was fearless, completely fearless with the oils. I think some people, they come into it and they're like, oh, I got to do my research and oh, I got to do this. And oh, oh my gosh, you know, I was fearless. I was putting frankincense on my head. I had a diffuser going, diffusing some citrus oils. I was, you know, taking drops of peppermint by mouth. Something instant. It was like a light switch flipped in me. Mm -hmm. Something instant happened. And it is one of those inexplicable things that essential oils can do for us. Mm-hmm. I love that story. I love it. And we've talked a lot about uses for the physical body, but home care. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's amazing. You know, people do not understand how many toxins are in their home care products. People do not understand how many toxins are in their personal care products. You know, the stuff that you're washing, your intimate places with are you sure that there aren't things in there that are endocrine disruptors that are you know potentially causing you harm um and around the house i mean number one turning on a diffuser is like the quickest way to clean your house ever if you have friends coming over mm -hmm. Get your orange oil diffusing right away because it's people are going to walk in and they're going to go Oh, and it's going to smell clean and smell nice, even if you didn't lift a finger. Um, I use essential oils 
I've already mentioned about the sticky messes. Every yeah. Saturday, I turn on my diffuser with one of the oils that you mentioned. Um, having I put some lemongrass in there, um, maybe even some cinnamon or some clove, and that just helps to refresh the environment as well. And you can use essential oils in all kinds of DIY home care products. So my, over on my blog, there's recipes for DIYs such as bathtub scrubs, toilet fizzies. Um, you can clean. I, I clean everything in my house using something that has an essential oil in it. Right. And I'm all about that. And, and if, if you're listening, I have to say once again, and I know I say it all the time, get rid of the artificial fragrances. They are toxic. The, yeah. the frag feds, the fragrance emitting devices that you plug in full of petrochemicals, your spray that you spray full of petrochemicals, anything with an artificial scent, mm-hmm. it's got petroleum-based chemicals in it that are artificially scenting and it's those are known carcinogens and they're endocrine disruptors and they will make you sick even though you like the way they smell and you may get sick 20 or 30 years later and not even associate it with the fact right. that your house was full of these things and then the cleaning products so I just want to re-emphasize what Lindsay's saying and uh, part of detoxing your body is detoxing your house because if you don't detox your house you're just going to retox yourself when you're done. 100%. 100%. And, you know, some people say that when they switch over to to a more holistic and a more healthy and a more natural lifestyle, there can be an adjustment period where you kind of feel like crap, but keep going, have confidence that you're doing the right thing. Because I, I, I saw, um, I was watching I don't know why I went on an Instagram. I had, I had a moment where I got lost on Instagram and I somehow ended up watching clips from revenge body, the Chloe Kardashian show where she takes people who are overweight and feel bad about themselves. And they go through this 12 week long boot camp. And uh-huh. one of the trainers said something to said something in that clip that actually stuck with me. The first workout that this person who was overweight had all this hatred enough to go on a show called revenge body which girl (laughs) i'm telling you now you better off without that guy anyway i don't care who he is and what he said to you you don't need revenge on this guy do it for you um but this trainer is training this woman for the first time and she starts violently vomiting not from just working out you could hear um, and the trainer said it's like an exorcism and she says this is literally the toxic load coming out of you and so if you embark on a more natural lifestyle and you say you know what I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. How do I change? What do I do to change and to make my life better? You may have some time where those poops kind of stink and where your sweat kind of stinks and where you may throw up and there may be stuff coming out that you're just like, oh, what even is this? But, you know, the Gerson method, Dr. Max Gerson, um, I heard one of his practitioners one time say, sickness literally leaves your body through the bowels. You know, that is literally toxic 
load and sickness leaving you. So keep that in mind, you know, keep that in mind when the times get tough. Yes. And so you've shared so much wonderful information. If you're listening now, maybe you're not on the fence. Maybe you're going to try some essential oils. And I'm going to ask Lindsay to leave us with your top three take action tips when it comes to essential oils. If you're wanting brilliant health, what would you recommend? Number one, start. Just do it. Just start, commit, do it. You know, you can come and talk to me. I can help you get started with oils. I'm sure that, you know, Dr. Dunstan here would help you get started with oils as well. You know, just talk to someone that you know. Find a company that you trust. Find a company that you like and just start using oils. And here's the other thing. Use them with confidence use them with courage and use them with smarts. There are going to be people that tell you like, oh, fine, you're on that bandwagon. I can't believe it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just be like, I sure am. Mm -hmm. What you going to do? And so use them judiciously, but use them throughout the day. And then if you're somebody who you say, you know what? I can't make a decision. I don't know what to do about my health and wellness. Are essential oils right for me? I don't know. Whatever. Time for you to learn a method about making decisions. And I have a free ebook over on my website that you can come and learn my seven-step approach to making choices that honor your body, honor your health and wellness, and make it make you so empowered that you can do it unapologetically to everybody who tells you that you're wrong. Because you're going to have people that tell you that you're wrong. It's just the fact of life. Oh, I love that. So there's lots of take actions in there. So many. And yeah, no, that's awesome. And so get started, get a good company, and stand by your decisions. And yes. check out Lindsay's uh, website for her free book on that. She's got detox program, lots of trainings and information there. We will have the link in the show notes. And I have to ask you, the name of the podcast is Her Brilliant Health, and you certainly exemplify that. I would love if you could share with everyone what that means to you. I was thinking about this earlier, and I think that her brilliant health means living authentically exactly how you were designed without apology. Yes. yes. I love that. Yeah. So beautiful. Thank you for sharing your expertise, your journey, and your passion with us. It's so very much appreciated. Thank you so much for having me. It was my, it was my honor. If you loved this episode of Her Brilliant Health Radio, share it with a friend, a girlfriend who you know would love it too. Maybe she's been on the fence about essential oils, or maybe you know that she really could benefit from it because she's really been stressed out lately, and a little lavender in her diffuser could help her. So share it. Sharing is caring. And like it and subscribe so that you don't miss another episode. I am so grateful and honored that you chose to tune in today with us and hope to see you again in the next episode of Her Brilliant Health Radio. I also welcome you to DM me on Instagram at Kieran Dunstan MD. Give me a shout out. Let me know what you liked about the episode or what you didn't like. And tell me what topics you'd like to hear about in the future. I am full of friends who are experts in natural health and they would love to share information that you're needing and wanting. So let me know what you want to hear about. Or if you have experience with essential oils that you think others could benefit from, let me know that too.